Welcome everybody to the I've Been Thinking podcast, where everyday thoughts lead to extraordinary conversations. I am your host, Ryan Lehman, and I got my co-host, Mike, with me today, like always. Mike, how are you? Doing well. How are you? Absolutely fantastic, Mike. So today we are going back and forth between a few topics. Mike's going to introduce the topic for today because we've actually both been kind of thinking about it. But beforehand, I just want to let people know that we would love for you to review us on Spotify, leave us comments on YouTube shorts that we have going out on the Instagram reels and our TikTok videos. We'd be getting some great feedback on some of them. If uh, you want us to do or talk about anything, or I guess not do because that would be a bit weird if like, hey, you have to raise your hand the whole podcast or stuff like that. We will not do that. But if you have an interesting topic that you want to talk about or you want us to talk about because you're too shy to go on the podcast or you don't like public speaking, that's totally okay. You can let us know. We have a form that you'll see in the description of every podcast that you can fill out. So let us know. But let's get on with it. Mike? Yes, sir. Uh, Lately, I have been thinking about Sabbath. We were just talking about this before we got on. The idea of resting (laughs) and what that really means. Um, Sabbath is a Jewish tradition, very, very long held Jewish tradition of not working on Saturdays. And uh, you probably know this better than I do, but there are certain Jewish communities that really, really, really don't work and they commit very, uh, very much to avoiding any type of work. And my understanding is that the goal is to, um, to rest and to be thankful um, and kind of appreciate what you have and be still. Um, that's something that I feel like I don't do enough or do very well. And so the question is, uh, in general, what does it mean to rest well? What does it mean to do something like a Sabbath? Hmm. Um, I'm curious what your, how you would grade yourself in terms of how well you rest, not just sleeping, but uh, in terms of maybe spiritually or emotionally or uh, resting from work, like what what grade would you give yourself? Oh, a great, like an A, like an A or a B yeah. or a C. Mm-hmm. I think, I think it comes in cycles for me. I don't think I have a, a, a grade I would overall give me. Maybe I'd say B, I'd say B in, in general. Okay. There's times where it's, really good times where it's been really bad. I think recently it's definitely been in the A range just because I've realized Mm. how much I want to enjoy life more. I realized how short life is just from talking to a lot of people, getting really interested in meditation, being present, being grateful. And because of that, you realize that life goes like it goes by very quickly. And Mm. with that, I think I used to like couple years ago go so quickly and i'd say by my rest and and taking things slow and you know taking a break was definitely like a d just because to me it's hey listen my attitude was i'll rest when i'm dead i have plenty of things to do right now i'm in my 20s i got so much to conquer but with that i feel like i was constantly getting burnt out over again take an entire day to rest then go for the next couple months take one entire day like mental breakdown and now it's more like, hey, you can you can do both. You can be am- ambitious. You can rest. You can enjoy your life. And it's a, kind of the same rate. Okay. So you're an A. 
Give yourself an A. Right now, I'm an A. Right now. What are you? What are you doing that deserves an A for resting? Oh no! I didn't know I was gonna get judged. I thought I could just give you a letter and that's it. Oh my gosh! Guess you don't have I'd... to answer. No, I have to answer now. Everybody's gonna want me to answer because we're gonna get comments saying I didn't answer. He's bluffing. He's probably a B or a you, C. I don't even know. You could be a mystery. That's true. I'd say I'm in the A category right now is because I spend a majority of time uh, making sure that I'm connecting with others, uh, helping others in some sense, and less focused on, hey, I need to have these massive goals and I need to grind right now. I think I still have that part of me. I don't think I'll ever stop of, hey, like, where am I moving? Where am I going next? Mm -hmm. But it's more of, I don't, there's no rush for me to be there. So, I mean, I love podcasting. I have a bunch of ideas I want to do in the future. And then every week I'll have like different sort of goals of, okay, I want to do hit this many goals this week. I want to do this many things. And like along with that, they're not these crazy goals, which I mean, people can set these insane goals and that's fine. But to me, it's meditating every day, making sure I can work out, really focusing on like mental health, making sure I can connect with people, making sure I can form new relationships to me when i'm talking with someone it's actually i know i'm not alone so maybe some people don't consider it rest but for me it's very mm -hmm. enjoyable and it's a way for me to like i get energized when i talk to people so it's a way to decouple from working because i get drained and honestly i've, I've taken a lot of time of when i'm when i have nothing to do and it's almost like oh let me eat junk food or let me watch tv instead i'll kind of just sit there in silence and just kind of I wouldn't even say meditate, but maybe it is a form of meditation, but just like recognizing that there's silence. And I've been doing that almost every day now for some time. And I feel like that's what bumps it up from being a B to an A. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So what it sounds like you? you're, well, I was just going to say, it sounds like your lifestyle is more restful. It is. It's, it's more, yeah. it's more of a peaceful kind of, it's, it's enjoyable where I think before the way I was thinking about it is I have to give up my ambition if I want to be restful. And I just don't right, think it's that's one of the, the other. case. Uh, yeah. Hmm. What is interesting? What is your letter, Mike? I'd say probably a C minus. Whoa. Okay, everybody, hold the phone, everybody. Now you got to let us know why is the C minus because that is danger territory. <laughs> danger territory. Yeah. Yes. Um, I gave it a, a harsh grade. Because I feel like I don't, maybe I don't do very restful things. I don't, I'm not working too hard. Like you're talking about being <laughs> a, like overly ambitious to the point where you're breaking down because you're, you're too stressed. I wouldn't say I'm, I'm there, but I also don't know if I'm doing things that are actually restful. Okay. And that's the question is like, what does that mean versus doing things that are entertaining or doing things that keep me busy. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like I get large, uh, maybe amounts of time or it's not something that, um, I have at the forefront of my mind to rest. Usually I'm going between working and entertainment is what I see. Mm. And so the question is, um, like bringing up the Sabbath at the beginning, it's an intriguing idea because the culture was and is Jewish culture to rest on Saturdays just for the whole day. And yeah. the idea of, of taking that almost as almost symbolically, like, yes, you are physically resting, but 
the idea that each week you will rest and you will be thankful and uh, that that's a part of your natural routine. I find that very intriguing and very appealing as something that I have never maybe really done. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm kind of interesting, interested in what you said. Do you feel like you have that type of routine where you're finding a place to rest in your day or in your week? Or do you feel like you just have a more balanced perspective on life? Do you see what I mean by that question? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good point too. I don't think I have, I think I realized that I won't have a day or I'm not disciplined enough to have a day where it's like, okay, let me just Hmm. not talk to anybody or a specific time of day where I can say, okay, here's an hour. I'm just going to be like silent. I know I've been meditating a bit, but to me, it's more of like finding more peace throughout the day which allows me to almost feel like I'm, I'm, I'm more well-rested. Okay. Uh, the way I look at things, the way my perspective is. I do make sure that there's small parts of my day that is filled with maybe more like retrospective and more thoughts. So for instance, and I, whenever I'm driving, especially when I'm alone, I always put on a podcast because it's always like, okay, well, I'm just sitting here in silence. I might as well just learn something new or listen to some music. And I've been making a pretty big effort of just not having anything in the car and kind of just sitting there with my thoughts. And it's kind of crazy because the amount of things I've like retrospected on and like the recognizing different types of thoughts has been kind of insane. And Mm. I don't know if it's considered rest then because I'm still like thinking, but I'm trying not, not to, I'm trying not, not to think, but I'm trying to just be in that be in that silence and so right to, yeah to your point i don't have that that day where i can just rest which mm-hmm. that's not something i'd probably commit to right yeah and i think that's kind of where i've been too um i've thought about this before the idea of a day of rest it's like oh yeah i'll do that and um i think there's been times even until recently where i've like said or thought that i was doing that yeah. but in kind of you know, looking at it from a detached perspective, what am I actually doing on those days where I think I'm resting? And mm. it doesn't, I don't actually end up doing restful things. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's part of why uh, I gave it a low grade is I, I maybe thought I was resting, but I wasn't doing really what I, what I think was giving me rest. It was just more of it was a slower day, <laughs> you know, like that's kind of all it was. <laughs> like I, I was putting, been putting aside Sundays to be a restful day, but it's the beginning of the week. And so I end up doing things to prep myself for Monday and the rest of the week. I, got, so I go to the if, store, I clean the house, things that are not actually restful. If you had the ideal restful day where no obligations, no nothing, what would it look like for you? Good question. That was my next one for you. Um, (laughs) And I've been thinking about that, trying to decide what are the things that I would want to do every week that would be restful and not just in a like to to distinguish between rest and entertainment or enjoyment, not just Mm -hmm. be things that I find enjoyable or I can be lazy and enjoy something or lazy and be entertained by something. But what would I actually do that would be like restful or still? That's kind of a, I don't know. We haven't defined the word yet, but I think of still or I think of 
um, like being recharged, those kinds of ideas with rest. Yeah. Um, I think one thing is, um, I think art has that ability. So, um, you know, practicing an art uh, or a craft, like doing pottery or making something, painting. I think those are things that I enjoy. Um, and that's something that I'm going to try to do more of. Uh, I think that, I think that that can be restful. It's, you might consider it work, you know, in a technical sense, but the idea of just focusing on a, something that you're creating, I think can be very, um, keep, keep you very present. Right. Um, also I think reading, I think I want to start, you know, reading some more on those days and honestly just doing things slower would be nice. Mm -hmm. Like eating breakfast and not having anywhere to go, I think is a good practice, even on the days where, you know, like I was saying on those Sundays where it's my slow day, it's my rest day. Inevitably, because I have plans, things end up rushed. And Mm -hmm. so that's that's something I'm kind of keyed in on, too, is just not being in a hurry at all during the day. Yeah. So. Those are a couple of things. I think also being outside, you know, going for a walk or doing something out in nature, but not not in a training type of way, but in a just observing and kind of appreciating things. Mm-hmm. See, the thing that scares me about the Sabbath is I I don't know much about it, to be honest, but the mindset I would have if I could commit to one day is I... I would basically crunch everything in in the other days. Right. And so I feel like my life would be worse because I have one day where it's rest, but that means I have to put everything else in, make sure everything's aligned so I can fully rest that day. Is that is that really better than I mean I mean I know it, it it's a great thing to have, but at least for me I'm wondering like is that would that be better? You're just saying would it make the other days worse? Yeah, like I'm just wondering, would it make the other days so much more stressful? So like right now, I feel like every like to me, each day is not as stressful because I'm finding peace throughout them. But if I know I have an mm-hmm. entire day where I literally wouldn't do anything, I'd maybe turn off my phone. That means, oh my gosh, I have to make sure everything is in line before then. I have to make sure I connect with everybody I want to connect with before then. And I feel like mm-hmm. they would just make that day or the rest of the week just stressful. Well, and and I do think that there's an element of the idea of Sabbath where you're you're actually making a sacrifice. It's a whole yeah. day of your week, right? It's a good point. So you you probably will do less things. You could become more efficient and get those things done in the other days, but um, you know, there will there there are things you can do on a long weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday that you wouldn't do if you take a Saturday to rest. Right? There are plans yeah. you won't make. There are things you won't go to. So yeah, I think that I think that there is a real symbolic, you know, again, outside of just the the fact that you are physically resting, I think there is a symbolic meaning to it that you're acting out, which is there are certain days like there's one day in the week where yes, life is going on, and there's all these things that seem like they're important, but <clears throat> rest in the biblical sense is to to it comes from the idea that God created the world and then rested. And so to, to rest in that type of way and appreciate what God has given you 
despite the other things going on. I think that that's part of the the deep meaning of it. That that would be a like yeah. I mean, when I think about when I think about it that way, it seems very almost necessary. Like how could we be missing this, right? Mm. <laughs> like it's so funny to say, oh, but what about all the things we're not going to be able to do on a Saturday? But if if the thing you're doing instead is resting and reflecting on how good good God is and how many things you've been given and maybe mm-hmm. what what God has in store for you. I think I think yeah, to put that in its proper place is a is a symbolically significant thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was thinking of how so many good things can start removing so much time from your week. Right. I'm thinking of you want to connect with more people, which is really mm. important to have in life. You want to board, build more meaningful relationships. Now you got to connect with them. You got to stay close with them. You have to make sure like mm. you spend time getting lunch and, and making sure you can pick up their calls in case they need something. And then you think about yeah. ambition. You all of a sudden, I don't know, say you want to start doing something or you start really enjoying the work that you do, putting 100% of effort into it and you're really enjoying it. It's not like burnout work. And then think about having kids. Like like right. that's a massive responsibility. And you're having less and less and less time as you do these things that potentially fulfill you more. And it's just such a such a hard balancing act at that point. Yeah. Well, and I think the question is more less and less time for what? Less and less time. Less and less to, time to work. Well, it's it's you're having less between those three things, connecting with more people. Uh, being engaged with the work that you want to do and say having kids. Those three things in my mind are like massive things that are sucking away time. And when I say sucking away time, I'm not saying sucking away is for the worse. I'm just saying it's just removing your time because they take a lot of time. And you're removing time away from this. It's like spaces where you can have silence or have relaxation essentially because you're filling it with this, these other things. So like, for instance, if you're, let's just go with connecting with people. You can have days where you can literally have nothing planned. But if you're someone that loves connecting with others and find a lot of fulfillment in that, every person that you connect with more, that's another person that you have to make sure that you are building time out for, which means that I mean, you only have so much time in a week. You only have so many people that you're close with before. It's like, I literally don't have enough time in the day to connect with everybody I enjoy connecting with. Right. Yeah. So I I guess in what you're saying, it seems like more of a reason to practice something like a Sabbath to say, there's all these things going on. There's all these things that genuinely take time and there's things that are worth spending your time on. Mm -hmm. But I think the idea behind the Sabbath is what is more meaningful to spend your time doing than reflecting and being uh, at peace with the fact that you exist and that you've been given a life that you live and you do all these things, right? It's, Mm. (laughs) I I guess I'm not quite understanding what you're saying. You're saying because there's so many (laughs) things we, we don't have any time to rest. Yeah. There's just, it gets harder and harder to rest. I feel like as, especially as you get older too and have more responsibilities. Right. But don't you think but that would make it more potent? Well, that's, that's an interesting thing because if you think about when we're younger, we actually have, I mean, it also depends on circumstances, but for me at mm-hmm. least, 
I had so much time to rest, but I literally can care less about that. I know age comes with wisdom, mm-hmm. but it's like as you recognize this more and more that you need you you value the time to rest. I feel like you get older, and it's almost those scales are are tipped in a certain way. So, like right now, I in my mind, like I'm recognizing how important it is to rest. And I feel like as I get older, I'm going to think even more and more about it because I'm like, oh, life is is finite now, mm-hmm. and so but. At, as that happens and progresses, I'm having probably more responsibilities in life, which make it harder. So I'm thinking that this thing is really important to have relaxation. And as I'm recognizing that, oh, this is really important and it's more important, it becomes harder and harder and harder. So that's why I think it's really important to build it as soon as possible when you're young, these routines, because like you mentioned, if I say, listen, I'm, I'm saying that there's no Sundays. There's only Mondays through Saturdays for the rest of the universe. And somehow I chop that day. You're going you're gonna to somehow fit everything into those days. So if you align that now when you're young, like you're disciplined with that, then right. you don't give yourself an option in the future. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's right. I think that's the only way you do it. I don't think there's yeah. any other way to... We, we were just saying this earlier too. You know, There's no way to do anything unless you're going to be disciplined about it. Unless you're just yeah. going to say, this is what I'm going to do and this is how it's going to be. And there are consequences, good or bad, because of what I'm doing. But that's the choice, and that's the choice. So I agree. I agree. That's that's where you're going to end up. And so the question is just, is it worth it, right? Is the idea of resting worth it? And and I guess to add add to it, like what is like why <laughs> why why would it be worth it, right? I, I'm curious mm. what you think. Why would it be worth? Why is why is there any value in resting? Or, or what is a, maybe what do you even think that word means? Place to start. Resting is a way to reset for me. Of okay, like you got a lot of things going on right now. Let's recalibrate, recalibrate, and reset. And then hmm. what? The okay. first thing that comes to mind is like someone going to like a massage or like a spa day. So it's almost like full body, maybe spiritual way to say, listen, uh, you're a physical body. You have a mind that's spiritual. Uh, life is finite. Let's reset. It's not the end of the world for some of these things. Will this actually affect you in the next mm-hmm. five, ten years? And let's kind of just like rebalance everything because I think things build up, especially like if you take the analogy of like being in a relationship and not communicating. If you're not talking about stuff, stuff can build up over time and they could just like explode at one point. And I think something's very similar in internally mm-hmm. in yourself if you're not retrospective and thinking about that and i think that only comes out when you have the time to relax and sit in silence right. or just have the days like you mentioned without stuff to do and i'm super curious of like what you think on, on- i think that's a as well said that <clears throat> uh it's difficult for those things to come up or for you to recognize maybe even what you're feeling or thinking if you don't give your space yourself space for it right so it's hard to know yeah. if you're feeling stressed about your work, you don't ever have time to reflect on how you're feeling, right? So I think that that is, I think that that is a very practical, uh, you know, value of, of resting is, like you said, the word reset too as well. I, I think reset is good uh, or recalibrate. I like that as well. I like the idea of calibration a lot of, okay, I just lived six days. Did I live six good days? Did I live 
you know, did I live six days the way that I want to live them? Mm-hmm. Did I do things the way that I would want to? How did yeah. I feel about those six days? And then maybe what what needs to happen the next six days in order to, for me to feel better about it? Or if I'm so stressed right now, what what needs to change so that I'm not stressed? Or if I'm not fulfilled, what needs to change so I'm more fulfilled? So I, yeah, I think mm-hmm. the idea of calibration to me makes a lot of sense um, mm-hmm. in terms of practical value. I think that's very important. What's your what's your ideal rest day? I know I know you can't do it. You can't handle it. It's too much time. But <laughs> you had a whole day. If you had a whole day. What would you do? Uh, I've had days where it's like that, where it's like ideal rest days, where it's just so ha- like I was almost forced to do it. So. I guess to give you an example, like the people that I surround myself surround myself with, that I'm close with and connected with, nobody was necessarily around for like a given Saturday, and so I I literally was forced to like kind of be by myself in that moment. And also the stuff I had planned or the stuff I wanted to work on was in motion, so there's nothing I could really like do at that point. And so to me, like went to the park, read a book, uh, like re- like there was nothing planned, like you mentioned. And so to me, like not having any plans is kind of like the ideal way for like me to relax. And so I, I like mm-hmm. that a lot because then it also gives me kind of perspective on, okay, like how was, like you mentioned, how was the last week? Did, did I enjoy what I did? What, like, did I watch too much TV? Because to me, I, it's always so funny because it's like, oh, okay, like I won't, like I don't have enough time to just sit an entire Saturday and not do anything. And it's like, you look at the amount of time you spend on like Netflix and you scroll and it's like, yeah. whoa, that was like literally like what, 18 hours in a week? That's like, what's crazy? So that I think to day. me, I'm more curious. Yeah. And to me, it's it's so interesting because it's how do you, how do you start breaking down this cycle? Because we, we know it's good for you. We know relaxing and making time for yourself is good, but how do you break that cycle? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the right question. It's one I've been asking as well. Um, and I think, you know, we've definitely talked about this. You've illustrated it well, the cycle between working and entertaining yourself. And sometimes it seems if the harder you work, the stronger the, the urge is to just check out and be entertained, watch yeah. Netflix, right? Whatever it is. And that the things around us are set up to promote that, right? Mm-hmm. If you want it, if you want some distraction, you can go find it really easily. And then once you find yeah. it, you're, you can be distracted for hours. There's no bottom to the hole. So I do think that resting in the way we're talking about is a form of balancing out to that cycle a way of um, kind of centering that instead of oscillating between work and mindless mindlessness, really, I, I think is what I see in myself, the idea that I don't have to think at all, or I don't have to be present to anything. I can just kind of sit and consume. I think, I, th- I think our culture is, is consumed by that <laughs> consumed by consuming, right? Like, that's what we do. We work and then we go yeah. entertain ourselves. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking a lot lately about creating things versus consuming things and that creating um, spe- specifically in terms of art can be a very restful thing to do. 
So for me, it's been pottery lately, making pottery on a wheel. It's a very simple thing. It's just forming clay into a shape. Um, and it's enjoyable. I really love doing it. But there's no aspect of entertainment to it. It's enjoyable, but mm. it's not entertaining. And there's an interesting difference there. Because I also enjoy watching certain shows, but they're not they're not the same type of interaction. So yeah, I that's kind of where I'm landed is maybe I need to maybe I need to Sabbath and like put that time away and make that uh mm-hmm. discipline in my life. And then when I do that, I want to focus on, you know, making things in terms of just consuming. So mm-hmm. what do you think about that? It, to me, like I feel like I'd love to, I haven't really done it. I've done it like a long time ago, but not recently, but like the pottery, for instance, I feel Mm -hmm. like I would, I would be doing the pottery and then all of a sudden like, and it should be something that's relaxing and enjoyable, but I feel like I would just be like thinking about, Oh, I can make this better. Oh wow. This pot's crazy. Like, can we sell it? Can we create a shop? Uh, Let's set up Shopify. Like to me, it's really hard to do any, anything without, all of a sudden getting excited to see where can this can be, this mm-hmm. be something in, in, in the future. And so I at least think for me, it's, it's less of what I'm doing and more of like, can I clear my mind of, of like thinking in advance and just being whatever I'm doing, just enjoying what I'm doing and not thinking, can, can this right. benefit someone? Can we make money from this? And I don't know, to me, right. I'd love to just sit there with a the pottery wheel, but I feel like I ah, my I have so many questions my head would be spinning of like, oh, like how much does this clay cost versus how much can I have someone actually spin this for me? Can we get a warehouse in the future? So that's where my head's at. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with you. I think resting does come down to the mindset and your mm-hmm. your uh, perspective and your um, attitude towards something to good. Go for it. Finish it. Just, I think that's right. You can, you can do one thing and not rest and do the same thing with a different attitude and rest. Yes. But it's so interesting to me because you come to the new year because January is coming up and it's like, okay, you know, January 1st, let's get on this nice diet. Let's go to the gym and let's, let's do all this physical, physical stuff for our body. And I know in the past few years, it's been focused more and more like on the mental part of, okay, let's be more mindful. Let's use meditation. But to me, there's still such a, a missing thing between like mind and body of so many people focus on like the physical appearance, which makes sense because it's like external validation from other people. Oh, I want to mm-hmm. have washboard abs. I want to have a nice bikini body. But like, if anything, it's more important to have like a mental state that's like stronger and stronger. And people, I feel like, hear about it. I feel like there's a lot of things that we hear about is all these diets that go on that you hear about it and then it's disproved like a couple weeks later. But I feel like every person that has talked about like being present, being grateful and like having some sort of mindfulness, whether it's prayer or meditation, like I think it's it's been proven over and over and again that like it does make your life way better. I don't think it's ever been disproven yet. It's just not focused on like at like there's so like so many more things. Like if I said, oh, Mike, what yeah. would you want to focus on in the next week? Like not that much time is spent towards this, which is crazy because I think we both recognize it. But it's still like what what's inside of us that's just holding yeah. us back right now because I feel it too. It's like, ah, I don't like after this podcast, I'm 
I'm probably not going to sit in silence and be like, okay, yeah, let me like train my brain. No, I want to get, I want to go out. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, and I think it's those, it's, it's that exactly like the, the passion that you're bringing into the conversation. It's, those are the things that are the most meaningful, most valuable are the feeling grateful and the joy of simple things, the joy of being alive, the joy of people around you, right? Mm. The, the thankfulness to God for the life you've been given. I think it's those things that we really, that really center us. And mm -hmm. I think that is, I, I think that's rest. I think that's what you get on a day like a Sabbath where to come back to your other idea of <clears throat> like training yourself towards, um, towards a different attitude. I think that's what the Sabbath day kind of does. It's like, no, we're just going to do this. We're just going to be grateful every, every week, <laughs> regardless mm -hmm. of what's going on. And maybe that would change my mind, but actually change my mm -hmm. state. It would change who I, who I am. So I, I, I think that there's real legitimacy in that. Um, yeah, I don't think there's anything I more important. And, and I'm wondering your thoughts on this because I feel like it's it's exactly what you mentioned, but I also feel like it's a big part of at least how I live is we're trying to get satisfaction quickly. So like working out, you go to the gym. Right. Oh my gosh, wait, I, I don't have abs after the first day. It's like, oh, this is crazy. So I probably won't go to the gym a, a, as often. And I feel like most of the stuff we do in life, unfortunately, is just give like Netflix, you could binge so quickly, you don't have to wait eating, you get immediate feedback based off of its cheese puffs or pretzels, or anything like right. that. And so at least for working out, you can start seeing results. And to, the crazy thing is, if you if you if you're working out, and you're seeing yourself every day, in like the mirror, you actually won't see like drastic change, but you might see a friend after two months of working out and they'll be like, holy, well, you, you, you gotten ripped over the past couple of like months. But for the stuff that we're talking about, you can't actually measure that or see that it's m so much like long-term benefit, but it's crazy because I feel like we live in this world where it's like immediate feedback. And I'm wondering like, right. what, like what, what do you think about that in general, that immediate feedback loop that it's hard for us to break that loop if it's not, oh, I don't see results quickly. Yeah, no, I think that is, I think that's one of the <clears throat> most difficult challenges that we all face, which is that the things that are not edifying to us feel the best in the moment. Mm. I mean, that's life, right? <laughs> the The things that feel the best when you do them are most of the time, not things that are good for you long term. Most traditions call it sin. Christianity calls it a sin, right? Not that all things that feel good are sins, but, uh, you know, there's immediate gratification in eating too much and being lazy and, you know, yeah. all the other things. So, so you're asking, what do we do about the fact that there's a, <laughs> there's a positive feedback loop, negative feedback loop towards things that aren't good for us? Well, yeah, yeah I think it takes discipline. and. But it, but it takes, I think the first step is recognizing what the problem is, right? And the problem yes. isn't th that things feel good. That's not the problem. That's, you know, that's not, that's not the issue. It's that um, you're not just a physical thing and your feelings aren't just 
you know, your feelings aren't the, uh, the highest thing about you, but you have a, a soul that extends over time and is constantly being changed by all those things you're doing. So every time you go and watch Instagram reels because it feels good and it's easier to do that than actually contend with life and try to be present, you've changed the shape of yourself, right? And so yeah. I think that that's the real, real issue is you're not just talking about what's a good habit, what's a bad habit. It's like you're, you're talking about what am I going to be and what, what am I doing that's shaping what I am? And, you know, to bring it back to Sabbath, I think that that's it actually becomes a very profound thing that every single week you would stop everything you're doing and truly, truly try to be joyful and present to this, the basic fact that you, you have life and that life is good and that all the things that you've been given are good, you know, because that, that does cut through the idea of instant gratification pretty hard if you, if you can commit to that and you, you had that routine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, it's not easy, but I guess to round out my idea, if, if the issue is serious, then it, it will probably take a serious answer, right? Not just one new diet or one new type of practice. That's kind of why I, I think I'm thinking so hard about changing and making a, a more distinct habit, like a full day of rest. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? Just because if the if the, the problem is serious, then the, the response can't just be a small change, I yeah. guess is what I'm saying. Which makes sense. But also to go to go along with that, like a a something serious that happens to someone, I feel like it's not good that it happens, but a lot of times it will push you to a place where you had never gone before. Like for people that maybe don't have faith or don't think meditation is something that's worth it. And I'm not saying either one are, or like everybody has their difference of opinions, but if you're in a really shitty circumstance and it's driven you to say, say, have faith, you might have never gotten that before because you were just in maybe a, a different type of place and that forced you to go this route. And so mm. I think that I've seen a lot of people have incredible habits and incredible discipline because they were in a place where there wasn't, there was no other option at that point. And so to me, it's like, okay, well, I mean, I understand that. Well, can we can we start working slowly towards something like that, without without having to go through something like that? Mm. Uh, and that's what I've been thinking about. I yeah. think like, a lot recently. That's an interesting idea, and um, I don't know too much about uh, monks, but I'm pretty sure that's the theory. <laughs> <laughs> Is you know, if you get too comfortable, then you start to lose sight of things, and the idea that. Yeah suffering can be like clarifying um i think that's kind of the idea is that uh the idea of a monk they're they're living without all of the things that are enjoyable and uh maybe luxurious about life and by stripping mm -hmm. those things away you're left with just the basic basic facts and you have to deal with them kind of at face value right there's no layers yeah. on top of it and I think that's maybe what you're getting at, right? Is there's yeah. so much going on. There's all of these things, but how do you even find what's what's real and what's most important? And it does feel like when things crash down, 
you have to reevaluate, you actually start seeing the things that are real. And the things that aren't so real kind of fall away, right? And so, yeah, I think that that is, I think that's part of that idea, the tradition of a monk. And then the question is, how, how do you do that for yourself, right? It, it almost seems like you have to make yourself suffer a little bit on purpose, <laughs> right? It's kind of what they're, but that's somewhat of what the Sabbath is, right? That you're going to sacrifice yeah. an entire day and it will be a little bit of a suffering, but I guess with the hope that it would actually bear good fruit, like you're saying, right? That a negative thing in your life can, can tear things down, but then something good would grow from it. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's if one day of Sabbath changes your whole life, but it seems like yeah. useful. Uh, it seems like there's a great merit in it and there's a long tradition in it. And it's not something that I, I don't know many people who do it. Uh, I know a few who do it well and they seem to have something that I don't. So. Yeah, that's fair. Well, if anybody listening has studied the Sabbath or knows someone <laughs> please comment or email us. We'd love to know. But Mike, it's been a fabulous episode this week. So appreciate you coming on like always and uh, looking forward to the next one. Cheers, man. It's always a pleasure. 